This is your host, Julian on Enlightening. And today I have my good friend, Sam, and we're gonna be talking about crypto, cryptocurrency. What's going on, Sam? Hey, how's it going? Good evening. Hey, good evening. Hope everyone's doing pretty well. Hope everyone ate their meals. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you joining, Sam. So uh, you're one of the subject matter experts on this subject. So, So tell me about cryptocurrency. Is it the future? Is it, what's going on with this? It is most definitely the future. It's it's going to play a huge role in the world's future. It's going to change. It's in fact, I would beg to say it's already changing how we see technology and finance. The world we see now is definitely changing at the moment. Give you a little example. We already have Twitter that's using they they've integrated metamask so you're able to use ethereum um for those who doesn't know who for those who don't know who what metamask is metamask is a wallet that you could connect to web3 websites um which is what everyone's going to and other uh decentralized apps okay now, what, what exactly is a wallet? You have, to, you have to break that down to me. So, you can you can compare a decentralized wallet or a MetaMask wallet to your own bank. Um, there's no man, person, or thing that can control it but you. You are the owner. You're the master of that wallet. Okay. So, it's basically your bank account that nobody else... Without the bank, exactly. Pretty much. Okay. It's a bank without the middleman. It's just you. And now you said decentralized and centralized. What is that? So centralization is what we see today. Um, it's where other people prevent you from doing things you can't do. I know that sounds, you know, legal or a little sleuthy, but um, you know, when it comes to this, when it comes to centralization, right? You go on Twitter, you might use a curse word. Twitter might block you. In fact, per- perfect example, Donald Trump was banned off of Twitter. That would be definitely known as centralization. On a decentralized network, that wouldn't happen at all. People can do whatever they want to do. Um, it's, I mean, it's funny to say, but it's kind of like the wild, wild west in a sense. Hmm. Now, this is interesting. And now, based upon this, this is where, is Bitcoin on a centralized or decentralized? Oh, it is heavily decentralized. Okay, okay. And it's owned by China, if I'm not mistaken. They own the most of this. No, you know damn well it's not owned by China. Nobody owns Bitcoin. Nobody I mean, owns- you can own you can own a, a, a pretty decent share, you know, on Bitcoin. Like, you can own millions of Bitcoin and possibly try to manipulate the supply of Bitcoin. But, you know, sooner or later, you may not be able to own, you know, the mass majority of the supply. I mean, that is trying to dumb that down. I mean, there, there's some technicalities with what I just said. But, yeah, basically, um, you know, because there's specific supply that's, you know, mined. There's a specific supply that's bought after that new minted Bitcoin is mined. So... I thought Bitcoin was limited. I thought there's a certain amount of Bitcoin. Is that not true? Oh, absolutely. It is limited. Um, 
Now, that goes to say, even though it's limited, um, I'll give you this in perspective. There will only ever be, I believe it's 23 million Bitcoin in existence. Now, right now, there's only like 2 million left to be bought. Like, it's 2 million left right now. Um, I mean, sure, there still can be mined here and there. But for for as of today's supply, there's only 2 million left. So as we mine more, will the price go down? Is, is that how that works? Because it's more abundance? It really depends on... It Honestly, it depends on demand. If the demand is there, then the price could shoot up. If the demand isn't there, the price could shoot down. Um, to be honest with you, it's not really even about the price of Bitcoin. Um, in my opinion, um, this is my... This is my actual uh, theory on Bitcoin. I know a lot of people might disagree, but I think Bitcoin's actually leaving the crypto space. Like, it'll be seen as a cryptocurrency, but more people would see it as a store of value or to an extent, it'll be a new means. It'll be the new wave of finance. Yes, because I know you got what Cash App has Bitcoin. PayPal may have Bitcoin now. And I know a gentleman from the Rams, LA Rams, he got paid, what, 20 million Bitcoin? 10 million Bitcoin? Yeah. Um, they can do whatever they want with it. But typically when it comes to getting Bitcoin, the the idea of storing your value in Bitcoin is actually not really to sell it. I mean, you can sell some of it here and there, maybe take a little profit, but the idea of it is to not sell it. Kind of like for some people buying a property. Okay. And Bitcoin will continue to go up because I know they were saying what eighty thousand, a hundred thousand. I'm not mistaken. Now I don't like to, uh, you know, get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not financial advisors. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely not. But what I like to say is, you know, it depends on if the demand's there. I'm not some shiller or some moon boy that's gonna say the price will go to a hundred thousand dollars by the end of the year. We don't mm-hmm. know that. We don't. We don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's what I like to tell people. Hmm. So that being said, it can't be physically bought. And there's so many different currencies. There's over 5,000 different currencies currently right now. How do you know? Well, I would say 10,000. 10,000? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, because I'm doing a little bit of research on my back end because it's so new still that there's not a lot of information out there. Bitcoin. And you know what, too? Out. I'm going to... I'm willing to bet about 70% of them will die in the next, you know, bull market or whatever bear market we get. So how, how does a cryptocurrency actually go out? Um, what do you mean go out? Like, do you It'll mean die, like, die, yes. I mean, it could be rug pulls, you know, some like some there people really got to watch out for some of these cryptocurrencies that are out here. Like some of them are games. scams, you know. Squid games. Yeah, squid games or they got a lot of people. you know there, and there's some research that kind of goes into this stuff. I mean, you can make a lot of money, you can lose a lot of money. Um, but again, it's all about, you know, reading that tech. Like, there, people don't understand there's so much tech um, and so much knowledge that goes into some of these products, like Bitcoin or like Ethereum. Um, like, Bitcoin is in a means of, you know, decentralized banking, decentralized the original, you know, decentralized finance. And Ethereum's decentralized internet. 
And those are just the hubs for most of the cryptocurrency. Because they said Bitcoin controls almost the market. If that goes down, everything else kind of substantially goes down. Is that, is that factorial? You know, they say that. But, I mean, I don't think they also account for rug pulls. You know, there's certain rug pulls out there. As soon as it comes out, it might go up and stand against Bitcoin. Ethereum right now is trying to... It tries to break out of Bitcoin every now and then. Um, I mean everything does or most things do follow bitcoin but i will say you know bitcoin does sometimes follow the SP dow you know stocks that are out there um if like to give an example the whole evergrand thing oh my god the hearing about i'm so sick and tired of hearing about evergrand the whole real estate thing like they've talked about it every single day and it makes the stocks go down and everything um, and then it also makes Bitcoin go down because it's, a, it's fears of seeing a possible real estate crash. But we don't, you know, we don't, we, we, we know already that Evergrande's, you know, defaulting on their loans for the 60th time. Kind of like China, China bans Bitcoin every single year. And Bitcoin finds a way to go down every single year off of the news that they banned Bitcoin. Well, but I thought China was its biggest miner, if I'm not mistaken. I thought they actually are trying to attain more Bitcoin. So is that just a publicity stunt? It's, it's, it's like the people versus the government. Um, In fact, a lot of people from China are moving away from China to be able to mine Bitcoin because they understand the... I and, and you know, ironically enough, I think the reason why the Chinese government goes into banning, you know, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and mining is because they see the wealth and the power that goes into bitcoin they see that the power goes out from their hands and into the people's hand that's one thing that china doesn't really like china likes to control oh yeah i mean we we owe china money so if they start branching out and finding other currencies everybody owes china money that's what makes china you know that's what makes china all big and uh bulky but i mean you know, there, there could be a time where someone, something breaks out. Who knows? So, that being said, and it being fairly new, I was reading up on a couple of things. It said that about 16% of people are investing in crypto right now. And that's very, 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 very little. Very you know, little. Um, they say it's 16%, but I'm willing to bet it's a lot lower. Um, so, would you say 1 in 10? I would say more like... I would say one in 10 knows what Bitcoin is mm. and then maybe one in a hundred actually have bought Bitcoin. Um, I think there's more people that have bought, you know, shit coins, rug pulls, all Main these other coins, stuff. Like what, uh, Shiba, Dogecoin, Shiba and you, more people bought those because, you know, they don't see the tech aspect of, you know, crypto. They just want to make a quick buck, which ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Some if you if you if you can get a free house out of it, I wouldn't blame. I would be doing the same shit you would do. Exactly. I mean, I made my wealth, and certain, everyone makes their wealth different. You know, there no no as long as you know you're not you know murdering people or anything like that. As long as no one's getting hurt, unlike you know billionaires and whatnot, how they've actually done their worst to people. You know, like. There's no issue in that. There's no issue in investing into a Shiba just to be able to, to... God, I hope you're not investing in meme coins to support your family, but I mean, if it comes down to that, like, hey, 
Yeah, you don't have to get in it like that guy did. He got what? He spent eight thousand dollars and now he's a multimillionaire. But he, he bought that back in the day. You know, it was like right, zero, right. Zero, 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 one. Right, right. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's not. I mean, everybody's trying to explore these avenues. But I think people, what I was telling a couple of people, was, and again, I'm not a financial advisor, stray away from the meme coin. Start doing something like crypto. Like, as they just change the Staples Center, that's something that you probably want to invest in because this is huge. You know, I, I typically like to embrace it. Like, yeah, I like to tell them, you know what? Buy that meme coin. Do whatever you want. It, it teaches them that lesson early on anyway. So... Um, <laughs> I mean, if it goes down, you know, like I know someone that put 10, 20 grand in it. They made a hundred grand. You know, I tell them to take it out every now and then, but they don't listen. I mean, they lost so much money. Sure, I've, I've known people where they put 120 grand in a rug pool, didn't take anything out. I pleaded with them to take it out because they may not ever see that money again. Of course, they didn't take it out and they lost all their money, but they still Jeez. try to believe in it. So I try to tell them, you know, research what that coin does and what they're supposed to be. Yeah, I think oh, uh, the wave is over. Dogecoin set that wave and that was the wave. And now Shiba Inu, again, that is, it came about because people were trying to say, I, I want the next wave, FOMO. You're missing out. So everybody hopped on that. And now it is where it is now. During this pandemic and being that Dodge, I never thought it would go where it was because I invested in it a year ago. Hundred dollars. I made some, some. Made all right. And all right, cool. But now, it's you probably just, did more than all right. It's a thing now. <laughs> but then again, BTC, Bitcoin itself, back in the day, nobody thought it'd be where it is. So these days, I don't even know what the hell's going on myself. But you know, I got I got a little bit cheap. I put a little fifty dollars in it. That's it. Something was jump change. To some people, fifty dollars turn into you know twenty thirty grand. Oh yeah. Shoot! Don't tell me that. <laughs> Santorini sipping my ties, but uh, yeah, this this is good that a lot of you're instilling the thought of what crypto is, and, I, and a lot of people keep asking like, hey, when I post stuff on my story, like, hey, try to invest in this, or I'm investing in this, this is what I'm doing, and people start asking me questions. So hopefully this podcast, because my other stock podcast on stocks about two years ago, that's one of my substantial ones too. It's still trending right now, surprisingly. That's a year ago. So I'm hoping people understand the premise and the validity of crypto right now. Because if you can get into it at this point, in about five, ten years, you'll be sitting pretty for sure. We're I would say we're still early, but we're not as Definitely. early as everyone's trying to say that we are. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in um, you know, 2009 was a little feta stage. Yes. And we're where we're at now, I like to call it the baby can take maybe one or two steps, but it's not that strong to take, you know, to actually start walking. Okay. And um, now, and some people who are very, very tech savvy, I would like to tell them, you know, um, excuse me. I, I would like to tell them we're in the, we're currently in the phase where as what the older generation would call it. And when I mean old, I mean, you know, the people in their thirties, the dial-up phase. <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. That's where we're at right now. We're in the dial-up phase of this internet where, you know, certain things work, certain things don't. Um, we're back where internet for some people or like all this tech was really crappy, but 
it was hundreds of dollars you know cable was super expensive back then basically like that's kind of where we're at right now i mean and but but what i will say though is and i gotta admit it for crypto crypto is moving extremely fast it's 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 gaining it's it's moving extremely fast and honestly in the next year or two i can see things being extreme we might see nft times two we're already seeing music nfts yeah. Um, which I think is a blessing. Um, royalties being printed out. We're starting to see decentralized radio in virtualized land and virtualized uh, gaming and whatnot, which is pretty cool. Now you said NFTs. What exactly is an NFT? Um, NFT stands for non fungible tokens. Um, now I understand the hate with NFTs. You know. Um, in fact, there's a lot of people in crypto that don't really like NFTs like that. Um, or n- not really NFTs, but... Um, what's the word for it? Like, uh, Decentraland and, like, virtualized stuff. Um, the, the reason why a lot of people, you know, don't really like it is because, for one, people use it for money laundering. Um, and Same with two, artwork. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in... And you know what, too? On a side note, a lot of people, a lot of people out there always claim crypto is really bad because, you know, money laundering and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you think, if that's your main reason, then the US dollar has been used for hundreds of years for money laundering and kidnapping. In 2017, there were five different banks, or my bad, uh, last year, the reason why banks like soared down was because they were caught in this whole scandal between you know mid 80s to 2017 where a lot of the u.s dollar was used for money laundering for sex trafficking and all this other stuff oh, yeah. like it and it let's keep that as a side note side note over um <laughs> nfts though uh i don't really like them too much i mean they're they're cool but I think NFT still got a lot of growing to do. I think a lot of people that are selling them for so much higher is either, you know, money laundering. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some people out there that are actually doing good work. But um, when it comes to NFTs, it's just the only one they're, they're giving people hopes of, you know, trying to make money in another way besides investing, which is cool. But um they're not really, you know, some of them are like, some of them are, are like the ones that are making the most money. Like these artists that are selling for 10 to 12 million, like these crypto punks that look pretty shitty. The reason why they were made back in like 2012, you know, NFTs have really been around since 2012, but they recently became popular because of the whole, you know, movement of, I can make twelve million dollars off of digital art. Which well, how, how do you even make that? How do you even make an NFT? Because I know what a thirteen year old create an art, upload it to OpenSea. Um, there's YouTube videos out there I can link you with, five ten minutes long. You create your own little art piece and you just sell it on the market. Or your uh, video, like the Charlie bit my finger. That video was sold as an NFT for almost a um, million dollars. So I'm in the wrong uh, field right now. Got it. Could be, yeah. 
I'm going hey, cool this right now. Know, Shoot. All we know is you could be the next virtual Van Gogh. I tell hey. I would tell anyone to follow their dreams. Hey, I'm disappearing for a little bit. Just know that. Hey, I don't. That's exactly what I'll be doing in the coming time. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> so you, you've been investing anymore. for how long exactly? Um, shoot. I would. So I got my first Bitcoin without really noticing it was a Bitcoin back in when I was in middle school. So like 2010, 2011. Mm. Um, I mean, I didn't really know what it was. I lost, of course, because I was 10. I don't really care that much about it, though. It's like it, it helps out the circulation. It's just five Bitcoin. I don't care. Like, I really don't really care about the money. I'm still well off now. You know, and I and even now I've learned more what crypto is. Um, I now I will say I just really started getting into what Ethereum and everything was back in like 2016. Yeah. Um, that's around the time where I started really investing too was 2016 as well. When I started like I, I really started learning what stocks were more in 2016, and then um, after buying stocks and realizing like there's certain better things out there like crypto. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think anything will actually be substantial to the, uh, I guess the vast case of Bitcoin? Do you think anything will get that high? Is that a possibility for like what Gala or Metaverse or or Crow itself? Oh, are you asking like, are there cryptocurrencies out there that'll reach the level of Bitcoin? Correct. Correct. Like. Okay, hold on now. Do you mean like the price of Bitcoin, yes, or do you mean like so? Um, to give everyone a little lesson, when it comes to, it's not the price of Bitcoin you should be looking at. It's actually the market cap of Bitcoin that you should look at. The market cap is what tells you what the actual price of Bitcoin would be. Mm -hmm. Um, I always tell people like understand that like that that's why like some people believe Shiba Inu coin could be a hundred dollars at the current market cap is that without. Without it burning its supply, it's never going to reach a hundred dollars. Sorry to say, but if if it were to hit a hundred dollars, that would mean it would have to be at a multi-trillion dollar. It would have to be worth all of the stock markets combined. Like literally, every person on this world would have to put almost all of their money into Shiba Inu coin. That's how high the market cap for Shiba Inu is. Even when people buying a hundred dollars worth, covering what millions and millions and millions, is still absolutely yep. They would have, everybody would have to put most of their wealth in Shiba Inu. It there's a little bit of exaggeration, sure, but like, and that, that's of course without me actually doing the math with it. But yeah, um, so I actually do believe. In fact, back in 2016, 2017, Ethereum came deadly. In fact. I think it passed it, but very shortly. But if not, Ethereum came deadly, deadly close to passing it last bull run. Obviously not now. We're not going to see, you know, something pass it for now. I think think people are trying to find a way to figure out how to pass Bitcoin. Um, But, like, the the thing that Bitcoin has over everything is that it's first movers advantage like people always try to make these bitcoin killers or you know things that do there's so many coins out there that does what bitcoin does and a hundred times better 
and they've all not done well, like Tron or um, some of these other shitty coins. Um, Bitcoin Cash, I think. Uh, yeah, Bitcoin Cash does. Honestly, it does better. It, it does a better job at doing what Bitcoin does. It's a lot faster, etc. Dashcoin is better, less market cap, I believe, too. However, um, a lot of those coins failed. A lot of those coins aren't really seeing that much traction at all. And that's because, you know, again, Bitcoin has the first mover advantage. You know, like it, it's the it's the little granddaddy of a lot of them. And for Ethereum, the dad. Okay. So do you think that, because uh, I, I, well, I was reading a couple of months ago, that XRP would be king, Ethereum would be queen, and Bitcoin would be prince. Is that, is that? Is um, that? <laughs> oh man, um, the XRP army not be happy. A lot of the XRP army are extremely new to um, crypto. And they believe, you know, to hit $30, $40 or all these other prices, which it very well can in the future. But a lot yeah, but, of them, yeah. a lot of them, again, do not understand the whole math or the, um, they don't understand the actual market cap of XRP. If you, I'm, I'm, I'll just research it really quickly, you know, XRP is at 81 cents and the market cap of it is at 47 billion no no my bad that's the circulating supply the market cap is 38 billion Mm. so um let's let's do a quick search right quick it's not gonna take long so if xrp were to hit a hundred dollars that would mean well i'm sorry actually if it were to hit a thousand dollars that would mean you know XRP's in the multi-trillion dollar market cap. Um, it, the absolutely, like well, no, no. Um, actually, that'd be worth more than Bitcoin. If if XRP were to hit a hundred dollars alone, um, it would have to be at an eight trillion dollar market cap, which is ten times more than Bitcoin. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, it's like eight times more than Bitcoin now. Sorry about that. So, that since uh, a lot more people are into crypto now and Bitcoin back then, not so much. Suddenly, slim to none. If, it, if XRT did pop, people would buy it, escalate that market cap. Um, yeah, but um, ugh, it's, it's a tough one. I think it, I think it really like, ugh. I mean, a lot of people say like, oh, for for you know XRP to hit that price everyone would sell out of bitcoin and then get into xrp which isn't true you know that's not true i I mean people no one would really need to sell out of the bitcoin they could just either borrow against it or just get a lot of new people but the thing with xrp is xrp a lot of people love xrp and there's a lot of crazy people that like xrp and a lot of religious people even that like xrp Mm. but i think they're look like a lot of them look at it as a money aspect and like and even there's a lot of people that believe that it's the you know actual universal currency you know a lot of people gave up on bitcoin being the universal currency um mainly because bitcoin isn't really a currency actually again bitcoin's a store of value okay um so the thing about xrp though is people see that xrp you know owned by ripple can be seen as the universal you know currency 
Um, and, you know, there's a lot of religious nuts that's over that. Um, you know, this whole universal currency thing because of the whole Bible. I don't want to get into all that. Um, but anyway, uh, I mean, I don't, I actually don't really think it would be XRP that does it, though. Um, I think they're like, and like, and, and again, like, I, I don't think it's, you know, all these other Bitcoin killers that would actually, like, whatnot i think there i think it will be something that we have yet to see it could be something i create none of these something meme, create. none of these huh? meme, none of these meme points would probably touch anything of that no, it, it it very well could it could be the irony you know it could be the whole global psychology the ironic the irony of the fact that people saw dogecoin as a joke so dogecoin could be over bitcoin it you know we don't we don't know i mean but I, I personally don't believe, you know, it's Dogecoin or even XRP or any of these other coins. Um, I know, like, it, I think the irony of XRP is XRP is, like, one of the more centralized coins. Yes. And the whole point of crypto is supposed to be decentralized networks. Um, excuse me. But the, the thing is, um, you know, in, in my opinion, I think the fork of xrp would have a more a, a fitting chance because it's the bridge between ethereum and xrp now for those uh just starting out in crypto what possibly apps would you suggest they look into and of course not robin hood because robin hood people robin is trash all right we're just gonna go there we're just gonna go there Robin's um trash. It is trash, but I will always tell people, um, I was actually kind of part of the GameStop movement. <laughs> oh, um, but what what I always try to tell people is, if you if you're really trying to learn how to like actually use UI, use use Robinhood at first, you know, yeah, just feeling how to use everything, and then. Yeah. You know, once you kind of learn stuff here and there, get off of that exchange ASAP. Crypto, don't go on Coinbase. Uh, their fees are extremely high. Uh, they have some good security, but they're starting to be shittier and shittier, unfortunately. Go, honestly, Coinbase Pro, which is their original um, thing. Use Coinbase Pro. Um, fees are a lot cheaper, a lot better. Just use Coinbase Pro. Don't go into MetaMask yet. Gas fees are atrocious. Um, might be better off using Algorand or Solana. Um, I'm just being, you know, honest. Like, I love Ethereum. I love what Ethereum's doing. But it's... They have a lot of stuff that they need to work on, especially gas fees. It's it's pretty atrocious. I mean, of course, you can use a Layer 2, like Polygon Matic. So, like but like polygon even then i tried using polygon for the first time it was atrocious um so what about crypto.com that app crypto.com it's a little atrocious but i do like them um problem i have with crypto.com is it can be slow at times and i think they use like a different completely different type of uh language and everything of course they're they're pretty good though i I do invest in their coin um, mainly because I think they have some of the best marketing out there and I think they're doing a good job and they're actually they're doing a very good job at marketing 
um, oh, yes, and marketing crypto in general. And I think they're definitely, I think they're some of the most more widespread, um, wide adoption out there at the moment too. Like they're, I, I like what they're doing. They're trying their hardest. They're actually listening to people, their customer service, so much. Coinbase is actually really cheap. Um, crypto.com and their customer service is amazing. Like, like I've I've put in a I, I put in a ticket just to test out crypto.com and someone got to me in like a couple hours. It's insane. When it came to Coinbase, it took someone three months um for them to say, I don't know. Well that's good. That's that's really good insight to give us because I will say I'm on a Coinbase right now and it did take me a long time to do a lot of transactions. Yes, then I lost a couple of bucks. There's there's stuff like Coinbase I will say is easier to use than a lot of them, but don't it it'll save yourself in the future to not you, you use Coinbase. Understand people want to stake Ethereum on Coinbase, but there's a wait list. Um locking it is cool, I guess. But like there's some there's some stuff out there you know that you could use you could take it out whenever you want you know and i think yeah crypto.com the staking fees are so much better you know and you can take it out whenever you want to it's not locked like so if you need that money for later you know then you can just take it out now what would be uh one give me one one of three things that people need to know for sure that are pertinent to investing in crypto or learning about crypto um hmm. of course do your research that's that's always one don't go of off course what everybody else is saying the way it doesn't everybody to do their, of course I, i'm trying to think of something that's you know besides that yeah um oh i got a big one a lot of these you know fuckheads like bitboy don't listen to BitBoy. Um, don't listen to BitBoy. Try to stay, like, maybe entertain them, you know, listen to them, because, I mean, they, they might get some little information here or there, but don't really, don't, don't like, listen to them and then say, okay, I'm going to put five grand to this coin because, you know, BitBoy says this is a good coin. It could be good, you know. Don't do that. Um, do your own research. Um... And please stay away from BitBoy. Coin Bureau is a little bit better. Um, he he's better, of course. Benjamin Cohen is pretty okay. Um, these uh, these these uh, gentlemen are on what YouTube? Yeah, these are YouTubers. Okay. Um, a lot of these YouTubers are definitely known to shill. Um, for those who don't know what shilling is, shilling is like when someone like tells you, "Hey, buy this coin." buy bitcoin right now because it will hit 10 million dollars by the end of the year but in reality a lot of them are just doing it to pump their own bags like they're 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 doing it they're they're doing it like they're telling you to buy the coin that they're in just so they can sell it right from under you make their money and then get out while unfortunately you might lose money yep that's how the market's manipulated yep it's very unfortunate, and, and and you know what? I'm not afraid to admit that it's happened to me, you know, um, twice. Of course, I learned my lesson, but, you know, I try to tell people all the time, like, don't listen to them. And when you make a lot of money, don't don't go with hookers, please. I mean, 
Don't said, do don't that. Buy hookers. <laughs> oh, cocaine, Wolf of Wall Street, hookers? You talking about that? No, I mean, I, I haven't done that, but like... Oh, Jesus, it's escalated. I like this. Don't, don't, save your money, please. You... <laughs> I'm over here thinking about buying ice cream. These, these dudes buying hookers and taking... Yeah, so... I see it on Reddit and all this other stuff. Honestly, um, don't listen to people on Reddit, but there's some there's some good stuff that is actually on Reddit that's nice to listen to. Yeah, when they when they took over AMC, Reddit Reddit Army, I was surprised. Oh yeah. It's better than the um, I wrote a few stuff uh for it I, I did more for AMC than GameStop, but then um I kind of, I deleted them and I, I just decided, eh, I'm going to go into crypto more, like more full time on crypto. Now, I'm going to wrap this podcast up and I know some people are going to be emailing me and asking me questions. Would you be down, Sam, to do a part two based upon the questions that are going to be asked? I know it's a bit I would be happy to do a part 10. Oh, oh, say less, say less. So we're <laughs> going to get another person on here next time. We'll probably get a gingerbread man. He likes Algo, all the oh time. Oh my God! We'll see. We'll see what he's talking about. Hopefully, he's talking about something other than that. But we'll, we'll try. I, to I, I'm willing to bet you ten dollars that there. That's the only thing. If if it's not Algorand he's talking about, then it's going to be Algorand products. Jesus Christ! I'm not. I wouldn't say he's gonna shill Algorand but he's gonna promise you that Algorand's a good project. It's the one. Yeah, I mean, he made a substantial amount of money on it, like a good amount of money. But again, he got it's, into it early. Yeah, I I think I told him about Algrand last October. And he didn't even tell me. That's the that's the worst part about it. It was like when I, I know it was when I first got in the group chat. When I first got into that group chat, you know, he was trying to say crypto is not good, blah blah blah. And I guess he got sick and tired of me talking about. It. He spent like a whole day, and he took all of his money out of Neo and then put in Algrand. And now look. Won't shut up, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, yeah. that, that's what happened. You know? Ginger, I hope you hear this podcast. I, I, I like to admit that I did the same. I did the same thing with Ethereum. When I made all my money in Ethereum, I was swearing up and down. You know, Ethereum had no issues. Ethereum's the way to go. But then, like you know, after a while, you start to see, okay, yeah, Ethereum do be having issues. <laughs> Oh yes, there's, I mean it's no perfect crypto, and there's, there's never gonna be a perfect crypto. But I, I appreciate well, you. Coming, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, there's some people out there that thinks, you know, like there. I would say there's no perfect crypto, but there's cryptos that are like done, like they believe it's perfect. So, like Litecoin, Litecoin, like the creator Charlie Lee was like, Litecoin's perfect. Nothing else to do on there. That's it. Well, yeah, that's anybody. Anybody will believe in something wholeheartedly until you disprove them. And then by then, they're either their ego trips and they're like, nah, I'm not going to listen to you until it's too late. That's how I'm very open minded, yeah. especially doing these podcasts. It's been enlightening me myself. That's why I asked, took the name Enlighten Me and uh, to help others as well. But I, I greatly appreciate you stepping on Enlighten Me and enlightening everybody else and our viewers and listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely do a part two because I'm already getting uh, some messages right now. But um, really, yeah, I got two messages. Uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to the podcast. Like Sam, thank you again. 
This is, I am your host, Julian, and we're signing off. Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public.